Blog Talk Radio. Oh, 
Hey everyone, and welcome to the Carrie Edelman Radio Show. The song you just heard is my song Run, off of my debut album, Leave It All Behind, which you can find on iTunes by searching Carrie Edelman. So I want to thank everyone for joining us tonight, as we have an amazing guest on the show, and I'm going to tell you a little bit about her in a moment. Her name is Colette McClafferty, and she is presently doing public relations work to assist with bringing Z-Rock back on the air. And in a moment, after I go over the concept of my show, we will introduce her and Z-Rock and what the show is all about, and then bring her on the air for an interview. So before I bring her on, I'd just like to let everyone know, as I do with the beginning of each show, um, what the concept of my show is. And as a singer-songwriter, as well as a clinical psychologist, um, I've been involved in the entertainment industry for a while now, and I've always wanted to take my psychology background, coupled with my experience in the entertainment industry, and do something for everyone out there so that people can help, so that I can help people get their names out there and whatever they're doing out there to the public. Um, I personally know, and I know Colette can mention this too if she wants to join the show because she's an amazing singer, um, and you have to check out her music under the band name Edible Red. Um, we know how difficult this industry can be, how challenging it can be. So uh, this show is really all about helping people out and uh, getting their names out there. So on my show, the audience is going to get a real taste for what these people's lives are like, the experiences they've encountered, or on our show tonight, uh, Colette's experiences with what she's doing with PR work for Z-Rock. And a few concepts I want people to keep in mind is that in the event we do bring up psychological terms or concepts, um, the show is not meant to provide any type of formal treatment or therapy, um, but we may you know, broadly brush over topics and, and talk about things in the field of psychology and, and how it relates to the entertainment industry. And the other thing I want people to please keep in mind is that we will talk about exciting, intriguing, and at times I'm sure controversial stories, but I do request that if we're talking about any specific persons or organizations that we keep the names of them anonymous as the show is not meant to embarrass anyone, but rather I do want people to be able to be real on the show and talk about what they'd like. So at the end of the show, I'll also provide some information about how you can become a guest. If you're presently tuning in, please create a Blog Talk Radio account by going to blogtalkradio.com and feel free to join us in the chat room. And I will do my best, I know we have several people right now in the chat room, to answer any questions that people might post. Um, but it might be difficult for me because I'm kind of a, a one-man show, so I'm managing a lot of different things, and I really want to hone in on the interview and, and focus my attention there. So people can also call in, and I think we're going to hopefully have a few already calling in tonight, at 805-243-1320. So Feel free to call in a little later in the show and express your love and why you want Z-Rock back on the air. So I'm sure with all that <laughs> mouthful I just gave everyone, everyone's intrigued and ready to get to the interview and hear from our guest, Colette McClafferty. So I recently, just as a backdrop, um, met Colette um, when I was at a Howard Stern fan part, super fan party in New York City uh, in support of the Miserable Men, and this was put together, I always like to give Joseph Muskie a plug because he is the creator of SternSuperFans.com, and everyone definitely has to check out that website, especially if you're a Howard Stern fan. That's where he supports Howard and all the love goes, so definitely check out SternSuperFans.com. So I met Colette briefly there, and then um, she had contacted me about this whole concept of her doing some public relations work for the comedy series E-Rock and her involvement with assisting them to try to get this show up and running again. Um, and I thought it was a great idea. I mean, I'm all about, like I said, helping people get their name out there and get things back up and running. 
So to give the audience some information about Zbox, Zbox is a comedy series that was featured on the Independent Film Channel, which followed three friends leading a double life. So by day they were a kids party band called the Z Brothers, and by night they were a hard rock partying band known as ZO2. And you can check them out at ZO2. Dot com and all the information is there for their original band. We're going to feature some music on the show by ZO2 later, too. So ZBuck was an Internet-based TV show which loosely centered around the lives and experiences of the band members of ZO2, featuring brothers Paulie Z and David Z, along with their lifelong friend Joey Casada. Episodes of ZBuck provided the viewer with a backstage pass to the band's struggle to become rock royalty while coping with the realities of everyday life, such as accepting gigs they'd rather turn down, dealing with emotional club owners and managers, surviving jail, handling groupies, etc. It goes on and on. The show also featured cameos and guest appearances by some you know, amazing uh, A-list celebrities out there, such as Joan Rivers, radio producer Gary Del Abate from The Howard Stern Show, John Popper from Blues Traveler, uh, Daryl Hall of Hall and & Oates, and again, the list can go on. You guys can check it out on the Internet to see all the other people that were involved. So the goal here is that we want to bring back Z-Rock because the show aired at a time when the Internet streaming of TV shows was not yet the norm. So the only way to see Z-Rock at that time was to either have IFC or to purchase it on iTunes. And it is very unfortunate that it was canceled after a couple of seasons, and it's currently available for people on Netflix and Amazon. So with the two years that it's been off, fans have still been you know, buzzing about this show. They wanted to come back on the air. So Colette is focusing on the power of the Internet to call forth all Z-Rock fans and to make this happen. So we want to give Z-Rock its second life. So to help support everyone, we want you to go to facebook.com forward slash bring back Z-Rock and definitely join the page. And Colette will go into details about all the things you can do to assist. So without further ado, let us let us bring on, sorry, I can't even talk. Let us bring on Colette McClafferty for Let's Bring Back Z-Rock. Colette, you're now on the show. Hey. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm excited about covering all these uh, psychological angles <laughs> of this campaign. <laughs> That's pretty oh, cool. We can definitely do that, too. Absolutely. Oh, I would love to. I, I love this How are you? of the entertainment industry. I'm fantastic. How are you doing? Good, very good. Long day, long day in prison. No pun intended. So I can relate to uh, <laughs> some of their episodes. But um, but I'm uh, getting my second wind, and I'm I'm ready to do this tonight with you. So it's gonna be good. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. I'm getting a second wind myself. Would you Would you do today? Well, um, it's not so much what I did today. It's what I did yesterday and the day before. Okay. Um, I actually shot a music video uh, on the production side working for an artist named Jay Rome, who's just an incredible uh, up-and-coming R&B artist. He's a YouTube superstar. And um, Michael K. Williams from The Wire made a cameo appearance in this video. And he was in my living room yesterday, and it was oh my the gosh. craziest thing. Yeah, it was really funny because, um, you know, the shoot was very, there was a lot of DIY aspects of it. And um, he okay. was just all pro, so nice. Um, awesome. And just to watch him work, it, the, the concept of the music video was pretty simplistic, but to watch him work, 
was right. incredible. He brought acting to a whole new level. You know, just watching wow. his inner dialogue. So I was working on that shoot for two days, um, you know, getting up at like 7 in the morning, not turning in until about, you know, midnight. Um, wow. So I'm that recovering so exciting. That. <laughs> yeah, it was really great. It was really oh, you got to let me know when that's out. I'd love to see it. Oh, that would be wonderful. And maybe we could get yeah. Jay Rome on the show. He yeah, just, definitely. Um, Let's do it. You know, sometimes you just see someone who's up and coming, and mm-hmm. you're like, wow, they are a star. Um, that's same, awesome. That's the same way that I felt about Zero Two when I saw them play in the early days. And um, that's kind of, you know, that's how I feel about J-Rome, too. So it was one of those exciting days in the entertainment industry. Cool. Congratulations. That sounds great. Thank you. Thank you so much. So, yeah, definitely in the future we'll talk off the air about, you know, doing something with you and J-Rome and, you know, when everything gets up and running, definitely we'll do something. That would be very cool. cool. So let's um, let's get to talking about Z-Rock and everything you're doing for them and, I wanted to first let's start by in. saying, yeah, let's definitely dive in. Um, you know, <laughs> I wanted to definitely start out by discussing the history of the comedy series E-Rock, um, which was, sure. as you mentioned, featured on the independent film channel. It's available on iTunes and Amazon. So how did the show, I guess, initially get its start so that we can educate those tuning in? Like, did someone find these guys and say, wow, this would be a cool concept to do a show on them, or did they pitch it to someone? Absolutely. Well, it happened kind of organically with them because what makes Z-Rock so special is that it is actually loosely based on their real lives. And okay. there were scenarios that you cannot make up for television. <laughs> you know? So they really were a children's band by day and a rock band by night. And it, you know, in the daytime, they would play celebrities' parties for celebrity celebrity children or celebrity wow. children. And um, there were some TV executives there, and there was one executive saying, oh, this would make a great idea for a TV show. And it kind of snowballed Absolutely. from there. And what was so cool is that it happened so organically. Um, you know, ZO2 is very special to me. I've known them for years. I remember seeing them, you know, play Arlene's Grocery on a Monday night, and um, nice. was one of those bands that I knew was going to do something very big. So when their TV show happened, I was like, yeah, of course they have a TV show. <laughs> like, I wasn't right. surprised at all. Um, it it just kind of, you know, it, it was almost like it wasn't something that they were initially setting out to do as a band. It okay. just happened where – Art ended up imitating real life. And um, what I love about it, I love the contrast of children's band by day and the rock band by night because they're such different worlds. But at the same time, it's about a band staying together and doing what you have to do to pursue pursue the dream. And what's great is that they are just as into the kids' stuff as they are – you know, as doing ZO2, they they do concerts where for every ZO2 ticket that's sold right. at a certain show, they will then do a show for the kids, and a portion of your ZO2 ticket will actually buy a free show for a ch- for a child at a kids. Oh show. wow! Yeah, that's so awesome they are, because you know, if I can yeah. 
Yeah, if I could just comment, I think that's really cool because, you know, a lot of bands, and we'll get into this, I'm sure, later in the show, you know, sure. like you, said, you know, they do what they need to do during the day so that they can hopefully support themselves and do what they're passionate about at night. But that's really cool that, you know, you mentioned that this is something that these guys are passionate about, whether they're doing the kids' band thing or they're doing mm-hmm. their, you know, live hard rock band thing. I think that's that's phenomenal. It's great. Absolutely. And, you know, especially for kids, getting exposed to music and entertainment, it can really help shape a child's life, you know. So what I love about these guys is that um, at ZO2, they've always been about community, about providing opportunities for touring bands, bringing bands together, and uh, it also reflects in their work as the children's band Z Brothers as well. So um, that is why I am a fan, and that is why I am pushing for this show to get back on the air. No, I think it's I think it's wonderful. I think you know, reflecting back on what you mentioned about someone noticing them at a party and saying, "Wow, this would be a cool idea for a show to base it loosely mm-hmm. on their lives." I think it's brilliant. I mean, I think it's genius because. Yeah. You know, I watch, I have to admit it, you know, at the end of the day, after I've been in prison and dealing with all my entertainment stuff, I love to watch right. that reality show. But not not like right. their show would not be a, but their show is not a bad reality show. That one actually has some, you know, concept to it, and it, it has some, like, merit to it. And I think there's nothing Absolutely. like that out there right now. You know, looking at everything I watch, mm-hmm. you know, the Kardashians and you know, all this yeah. other junk, you know, there's nothing out there like that. So I don't know why people wouldn't want to bring it back on. Absolutely. Um, I I have to say, it is very special. What I love about it is that um, it's kind of like Spinal Tap all over again. It's kind of carrying the torch of Mm -hmm. the Spinal Tap genre, except for this is based on real life. (laughs) You know, like... Right. And now every band has Spinal Tap moments, and I guess that's another reason why I'm so passionate about this cause is because, you know, I, myself, I was in my own band for 10 years, and um, we lived the Spinal Tap lifestyle on, you know, practically a daily basis. So the fact that there's a show where they're actually... I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt. If I can... No, no, no. How would you define define Spinal Tap for someone who is a novice and maybe doesn't understand that term? (laughs) Okay, Spinal Tap, it's just um, about constant chaos, learning how to manage constant chaos while you are out there pursuing your passion and your dream and what you're put on the earth to do and dealing with, like, nonstop obstacles. Right. <laughs> Which is what Spinal Tap was really about. And, um, you know, same thing with Z-Rock, except for Z-Rock is based on a true story. Yeah. So just out of curiosity, if you had any channel that you could put it on, I was just thinking of this last night, and I thought it was a cool question. Oh what channel would you want to see it on? Here's you had the where I would want to see it. Now, um, I want to see it on my damn channel. <laughs> Actually, right. I'm such a, right. uh, my damn channel is how I was connected with the Star and Super Fans group. Um, right. I had, and actually my damn channel has been a huge inspiration for me as far as reaching out to the Z-Rock fans and coming up with ideas on how to get people more involved. Um, Okay. My damn channel is an internet-based TV station where they break shows down into webisodes. And what I love about the my damn channel business model is that um, 
they basically let the artists do whatever they want. They don't get involved with the programming. They don't get involved with the storyline. Um, okay. You know, they don't tell the actress to lose 10 pounds. Um, they just give the green light to create content, and they let talent shine and let the talent do what talent does best. That would be my dream situation. Um, okay. And what's really interesting, and I kind of had that dream situation in my head for a couple of years now because I've been a big fan of my damn channel for a couple of years, and I've been watching it grow. Um, but coincidentally, my damn channel also sometimes works with IFC, so I think in my dream of dreams, I would love to see it come back on IFC because I love the fact that IFC is all about um, uncut content. They don't really censor, mm-hmm. but I'd mm-hmm. like to see it also be on my damn channel. So that is Rob Burnett, if you're listening. <laughs> I actually had a bunch of people from my damn channel on my old radio show on the Dr. Blogstein okay. show. And um, I had Rob Arnett, who is the founder of My Damn Channel. Um, I had Grace uh, Helbig, who is the host of My Damn Channel. And I had Coolio, who had a show called Cooking with Coolio, also on my channel. And I feel that they are just so innovative in in just bringing um, programming to the Internet. And okay. they really interact. They really interact with their viewers. Like there were times when I would m- kind of meet viewers from Ireland, you know, on the channel because they're interacting and there's a two-way dialogue. And, um, you know, sometimes they have their fans create content for the station. Really and cool. And they post the content. Yeah, they're, they're true innovators. And, um, you know, when I interviewed Rob, somehow we ended up talking about Howard Stern There was like this, it was almost a freak accident because of our interview. Um, Okay. Rob actually ended up on the Howard Stern show. And can you share with with the audience what happened? (laughs) Absolutely. Um, Okay. Well, when I booked Rob, um, I didn't know we were going to talk about the Howard Stern thing. His job, he was the president of uh, CBS Radio, and it was his job to find a replacement for Howard Stern when Howard left Terrestrial. And um, the host of the Dr. Blogstein show ended up asking him about that. And when I was prepping Rob for the interview, I had no idea that was going to be a question. So Rob was was very generous. He rolled with it. He gave us all this exclusive information that had never been discussed in the media. Oh, my Um, gosh. And it was crazy. I think uh, someone sent the interview to the Howard Stern Show. And so for two days, Howard's talking about my damn channel. And um, then Howard was like, you know what? I think I'm going to have him on the show. So Rob ended up actually going on the Howard Stern show and basically got to uh, tell Howard what it was like to find a replacement for him. And that, that was kind of a pivotal pivotal point right. um, for my damn channel. They were already doing great, but after the Howard Stern show, um, they were doing really great. And, uh, you awesome. know, I had a chance to see a bunch of people at the my damn channel birthday party. So, um that's my dream scenario. Um, cool, cool. We're, we're open to many different outcomes. Going 
cool. So where, how would you assess your, um, make an assessment of where you're at right now in the process of, of pushing ZVOC and some of the things that you're doing, some of the steps that you're taking to promote it? What, what would you give the audience, you know, in terms of some information about that stuff? Yeah, sure. Well, the first thing is that um, it's important to get the fans activated and talking to each other because any network, if a network is looking at the show, you know, as much as they love it, they can go on their gut instincts about the show, but they right. want to see that there is a fan base, that there are people that Absolutely. are passionate about it, that want it back. And, you know, of course it's great to get numbers and to get millions of people talking about it, but even if it's, you know, a smaller number, but you can see that these people are very, very passionate and that there is a community. Um so right now, that was our first step. It, about four weeks ago, we decided to start the Bring Back C-Rock Facebook group. And mm-hmm. there was a Facebook group before, but it didn't have as much of a real conversation going on between the fans. So okay. um, what I did, so, so the Bring Back C-Rock Facebook group, it's for the fans, by the fans. So I got together with some very hardcore uh, Z-Rock and Z-O2 fans, um, (laughs) which I'm going to give a shout-out to Benny, Teresa, Danielle. Um, We had all met up at a Z-O2 Rock Asylum show, and we just said, you know what, this show really needs to come back. What can we do? So we started the Facebook page. We started reaching out. you know, we have over 600 members in four weeks, which isn't bad. I know, that's amazing. I wanted to, you know, congratulate Thank you. Thank you. I remember when, when you first, just to digress for a minute, when you first, you know, had sent me the email, and you're like, oh, become a fan. I mean, you know, there was, I don't know, maybe 50 in there, but you guys have right. done an amazing, yeah, I know, but you guys have done such an amazing job. And, again, to comment on the fact that, and I don't think people recognize, like you're saying, how important this is, whether you're doing a TV show or you're in the music industry or you're a comedian, like having a fan base and getting people to recognize your name and know who you are is so important. You know, I think Absolutely. so many people today still think, you know, it, the goal is about making millions. And unfortunately, as we know, not only with the economy, but <laughs> just with the way the industry, you know, just with the way collect the industry has changed so dramatically, you know, it's, sure it's not about album sales anymore. It's, you know, people can find your stuff for free, unfortunately, and download it. And even my experiences, I'm sure, and you have tons more, you know, than me with doing what you were doing with your band. I think for me, it's been more about the fans and me becoming friends with them and developing relationships with them and then them giving me the support that's been key rather than someone spending whatever. You know, I get, what, 20 cents on iTunes. You know what I mean? So if you even sell anything before the people find it for free. So I think that's such a key um, point that you're making. And I think everyone listening to the show should take from Colette what she's saying, that no matter what you're doing out there, you really need to show your fans that you support them and that, you know, you enjoy working with them and make them your friends because that's what helps you get out there. Um, but Absolutely. <laughs> we've, we've really been focusing on making it a community. So that's our, that's our number one goal. Um, and, also, there there are just small key things to let people know that there are ways to, share, you know, if you really love this show, 
there are so many different ways you can share this show with your friends and mm-hmm. many ways that you can show your support and also your own creativity to support the show. So um, we, and it's been great. We've had some people develop really cool content. Um, I want to give a shout out to Bry Guy. Um, he's one of our Bring Back Web fans. And uh, he's been making just like, you know, really cool e-flyers. He made a video about bringing back season three. Um, we had another one of our fans, Andre Soflin, did a little bring back Z-Rock commercial. So we're really encouraging the fans of the show to use their own creativity, whether it's artwork, um, you know, it's, if it's a blog entry about when you were an extra on the show, if you want to cover the Z-Rock theme song, um, we're encouraging people to just start that conversation, you know, throw a Z-Rock viewing party. There are things that you can do um, other than just say, hey, I really wish that show was back on the air. Right. And if I can comment, um, Sunny or Sunil Solman in the – um chat room just mentioned he said that you know he's he's one of the fans right now um on the page yeah. and he yeah and he thinks that it's amazing he says that it exists and he's like I'm curious if things are going to evolve into actual live events and I think that's basically what you just said is that you want to make this about getting everyone out there he says um I think getting the fans together would be sick and I think that's oh think yeah that's awesome yeah you know, I'm I'm actually uh, shout out to Sunil. Thank you. Um, I'm actually brainstorming an idea. One thing that I would really love to see happen is to have like a nationwide Z Rock viewing party day, where oh, we cool. all pick one day. And um, I think I, I have to. You know, I want to make sure that I do everything legally, and I don't get anyone in the trouble. So. <laughs> Um, right. I'm going to have to discourage people from showing it in public places because that goes against, like, copyright right. laws, I right. believe. I'm, and I'm still looking into, like, legal issues because, obviously, I don't want to get, you know, this is for the fans, by the fans, and I don't want to get anyone in trouble. Um, but one thing that I am looking to organize uh, later on in the summer, I'd like to get the page up to 1,000 fans first. So I'm going to just do a little call to action. If everyone on the uh, Bring Back Z-Rock Facebook page could invite one friend, (laughs) then we will have a thousand people. Um, Good idea. Very good idea. (laughs) But I'd I'd like to see all of us have Z-Rock viewing parties in our homes. um, And let's take photos. Let's take video. And share it, you know, to show the support for Z-Rock around the country. So that's going to be one of the first events. Okay. And and just to digress, since we're talking about support, we have someone calling in. So why don't we okay. collect, take this call, and then after that okay. we'll um, take a quick break. I'm going to do a couple of advertisements for Howard Stern and a couple of people awesome. involved with the show. And then we're going to listen to the theme song of Z-Rock. All right? Awesome. Okay, so uh, area code nine seven three. You are now on the Carrie Edelman show with Colette Clafferty, PR for Zbox. Hey guys, what's going on? Hey, hello. Hey, so I'm a, a new fan of Z Rock, and I've only so far gotten a chance to check out 
the first season, um, which I think uh-huh. you can get it on Netflix. I got it on Amazon. Yeah. But I'm wondering, you know, I have friends that I want to turn on to the show. Is there any place that I could watch it online that I, you know, uh, that, you know, just something really easy that I could watch for free at home to, to show it to them or send them a link or something like that? Um, that is an awesome question. Well, there are several sites that you can uh, watch it online for free. Although I'm not going to give a shout out to those sites because I'm not sure on the legitimacy of those sites. So if if you do Google um, watch an episode of ZRock for free, it'll lead you certain places. But here are a couple suggestions that I want to give the people. Um, we really want to see Netflix add ZRock to their streaming and not just DVD because it's obviously because it's easier and a lot of people have Netflix. Um, so I'm going to do a call to action and give you guys a phone number that you could call. It's at 1-866-716-0414. And if you guys wait, wait, what request, was that? Hold on. Can you repeat that number? I, I need to write you it got down. It. I need to grab No problem. Um, so this is the Netflix um, customer support number. I talked to a really cool guy named Kirk, and I told him about the Bring Back Z-Rock campaign, and he loved it. Um, we want to get enough people to call this number and request that Z-Rock seasons one and two are added to their streaming. So, um, Oh, yeah, you know, that would be great. Do you have your pen, darling? Yeah, no, 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 I'm ready. What's the... Yeah, go oh, for it. Oh, you're ready. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> so that number, once again, it's 1-866-716-0414. And if you could ask, um, you could ask for Kirk because he was extremely receptive to the whole idea of the campaign or um, to speak to your customer service representative and request seasons one and two for streaming. Also, um, I want to ask people to contact um, the programming department at ifc.com. So that's just uh, the email is programming at ifc.com. And to request that they provide, you know, one or two episodes for free. Um, There are the less legitimate ways to watch it for free, but I'm not going to promote that, obviously, because I don't want to get anybody (laughs) into trouble. so I, I hope that was a good enough answer. I can't make any promises. <laughs> okay. Hi. Okay. Thank, Thank you so you. much for um, calling in. We appreciate it. Take care. Bye. Bye. Take care. All right. Bye. <laughs> okay. So that was 973 we had call in, and it looks like, Colette, we have actually two. Hold on a second. Are you still there? I am still here, yeah. Okay, okay. All right. There was something weird in my switchboard. Just want to make sure everything's functioning okay. Okay. There's a couple other people. Please, please hang on the line. We have a couple more callers that are going to um, be coming on in a moment. Uh, But we're going to take a quick break. We want to check out the Z-Rock theme song. And as I mentioned, I want to give a couple of my other people who have been on the show and are a big part of my show uh, some plugs. All right, Colette? So we will be right back. Thank you. Okay. All right, everyone. Hold on. We'll be right back with Colette McClafferty. PR for Let's Bring Back Z-Rock. 
So, everyone, I just want to do a couple of plugs um, for some of these Howard Stern fans out there. The first one I want to do is for Mark Mercer from MarksFriggin.com. Are you a fan of the Howard Stern Show but frequently have to miss some or most of the show as a result of where you work, having children who are driving you crazy, or not being able to access Sirius XM for some other reason? Well, there's no need to fear. Mark's Friggin is here. Mark's Friggin is a website developed for all the Stern fans, which provides daily Howard Stern Show highlights, TV show schedules, and much more related to the show. For more details, visit MarksFriggin.com. That's M-A-R-K-S. F-R-I-G-G-I-N.com. And also, as I mentioned earlier in the show, I will plug it again. Be sure to follow Howard Stern Superfans on Facebook and SternSuperfans.com, created by yours truly, Joseph Muski, which are forums to get the latest updates on Howard Stern, as well as a place for the fans to interact with each other and share all things Howard. So we're going to take one break, and we're going to listen right now to the theme song, for the show Zivok. We're a Brooklyn band. Okay, everyone, that was the theme song for Zivok. We are now going to bring Colette McClafferty back on the air, as, again, she is promoting Let's Bring Back Zivok on the Carrie Edelman Show. And when we bring her back on the air, we're going to also take another caller. All right, Colette, you're back on? Cool. I'm ready. Okay. So, awesome song, very cool. Um, Let's bring on area code 812. You are now on the Carrie Edelman Show with Colette McClafferty. Hello. 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 Hi. I just Hi. I am a big uh I, I'm a big ZO two fan. Um and I also happen to be a student journalist and I have had the oh, cool. great pleasure I've had the great pleasure of interviewing them uh back awesome. back in two thousand and nine. Yeah, they they're amazing. They're um, amazing. Z Rock Z Rock's amazing and I would love to see them be promoted more in the mid in the Midwest where I'm from because not a lot of people sure. know who they are. Um, and right. I know that for a while they were doing little clips on YouTube, uh, just mm-hmm. little tiny clips of when they were out touring, but I'm not sure what they're doing now. I know they want to do a season three. Um, but, yeah, I just want to promote the heck out of them. Nice. <laughs> that <laughs> would get, be get the wonderful. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, question, do you ever do video content yourself? I do not. Um, I've considered it. I'm actually sitting here looking at the website like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've definitely considered what they, it. One thing I know, um, they, are, they are working on doing some more video content. Um, ZO2, they're such a hardworking band. You know, they book their tours. They release their own music. They handle so many aspects of their career right. all at once. Um, but video content is actually something that they're working on. I know they just did something with Kip Winger. 
um, that's yes, floating yes. around on the internet. Um, and what what would be wonderful, you know, since you're a journalist, anytime you could write about them, blog about them, um, if if you're down to do any blog posts about Z Rock and why you love the show, uh, that would be tremendously helpful. Like the one okay, thing that we're yeah. asking people to do is to take you know, to take their own talent and do the thing that they're passionate about and, um, you know, just give us some fun content to work with. So if you ever want to write for Bring Back Z-Rock fan page, we would love that. Okay. That's I would awesome. be more happy to do that. I would be more than happy That'd to be- do that. <clears throat> I did put up the link for the interview. Uh, I think I just did awesome. that a few days ago, actually, um, just so people can see it. It's on a pretty obscure online music magazine. But uh, okay. cool. it was done. It was published in November of last year. So do you want to so, give Do you want to give the music magazine a plug on the radio sure. so it becomes a little less obscure? Sure. Um, it's called Perfect cool. Sound Forever, and it, they kind of cool. focus on indie bands and um, you know not so commercial music. Awesome. Yeah. And I'm sorry. It was called. What was that again? Perfect, perfect. Perfect Sounds Forever. Sound Forever. Yes. Oh, nice. Awesome. That's great. Awesome. And you know it it's really like we really appreciate the support just for, you know, there's so many unbelievably talented bands out there that people mm-hmm. need to know about and they don't I know agree. about. So, you know, every little thing helps. Um so, you know, just as from one ZO2 fan to another, thank you. Like, it, it <laughs> really course, is, you know, course. that one-on-one thing, it really helps. Yeah, anything it's, for the boys. I mean, they're amazing people. They're amazing artists. Please. And, I mean, yeah. Holly's voice is second to none. And the sound, oh, you know, that, that old school sound, I mean, everything about them is just amazing. And yeah, the, show just, the show only touches on their true talent, I think. Yeah. You have to see them live. There's, There's just no... Yeah, no, no, not <laughs> If a season three happens, like I know that um, one thing a lot of the fans were talking about is that we would love to see more ZO2 music and more of them playing Absolutely. and performing. Right. Um, that's, yeah, that, you know, honestly, that's the main reason why it didn't work out with IFC is because they mm-hmm. didn't want to focus on the music so much. They wanted to focus on the comedy part. And, of course, they wanted their music gotcha. out there. So it just became, you know, they just couldn't. Agreed. So that's right. why sure. it kind of got done. But I know they want to do another season. So hopefully we can so help we, them. We all want it. That. <laughs> so. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, thank you thank so you. much for calling in and for oh, your very support. Welcome. We really appreciate it. And thank you for and you're on the show. And you're on the um, Bring Back Z-Rock page? Um, I'm on, yes, I'm on uh, the Blog Talk Radio page. I'm on your page right now. Oh, okay. Nice. And are you a member of the um, Bring Back Z Rock fan page? I uh, I am on Facebook. Do they have? A, oh, okay, have you a, are on it. Cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah I didn't know if there was another website for just Facebook. Yeah, but I yeah, I'm definitely a member on Facebook. Cool. cool. So, so yeah, send, we, we love send, it. Um, oh, I'm sorry. If you can, please send Carrie Edelman a friend request and Colette McCrafferty so we can keep in touch with you. Okay, that sounds great. I'll absolutely do that. All right. You okay. Have okay. All right. Well. The, are you in the chat room right now? Uh, no, I'm not actually. I'm. Oh, okay, okay. Because I was going to type our names up now. in the chat room. <laughs> I haven't. I don't have a membership on this page, but I'm going to make one. 
Okay, cool. cool. Yeah, well, my name is um, Carrie, K-E-R-R-I, and Edelman, E-D-E-L-M-A-N. Okay. And Colette is C-O-L-L-E-T-T-E, and it's M-C-L-A-F-F-E-R-T-Y. So, yeah, definitely okay. network with us and join us on Facebook. I will definitely do that. Okay, cool. thank you so much for calling in. You're thank welcome. Thank you so Keep much. spreading the word. <laughs> You're okay. very welcome. Take care. All right. Okay, you too. Bye. 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 Thanks. Bye. Okay. So, Colette, and we got another person who's still waiting. Gosh, you're doing great tonight. This is awesome. (laughs) Thanks, guys. And, um, you know, I hope it's okay. We'll get to as much of the interview as we can. And I did add a little extra time onto the show just in case we went over the 9 o'clock because I can't add during the show, so I added before it. Oh, yeah. Um, Oh, okay. okay. Fantastic. So let's cool. take 914, area code 914. You're now on with Colette McClafferty, PR for Let's Bring Back We Rock. Hello, Teresa. Teresa! Teresa is one of I the know. co-founders of the Bring Back We Rock Facebook page. Oh, congratulations. Yes, awesome. And I'm, so, I'm so excited about it. I can't tell you how how much I love the band and I love seeing them live. And if it wasn't for Z-Rock, I would have never known of Zero Two. And I just happened to come across mm-hmm. it one day on the IFC channel. And like everybody else, I got completely hooked after nice. one episode. So, and it just, you know, I just want to do whatever I can. And, and that's what we're trying to do. And I'm glad you said about the Netflix thing because I, I don't have a membership right now, but I'm, as long as I can uh-huh. call, that's good. But um, yeah, anything. I mean, anything that anybody um, can do is just great. Any anything helps to bring. And you know what? Even if you don't have a membership, you can. um, If you have a friend who has a membership that doesn't mind you calling on their behalf, you can Mm -hmm. use their name, and they will um, put it into the database. Oh, I'll okay. be honest. Yeah, I, didn't, I didn't know about that. I, 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 so I, I may still be on there, but I'm not sure. Yeah. But I wanted, I wanted to mention that in case some of the fans didn't know that Hot Topic, store, one of the stores in the mall, their name is Hot Topic. I'm not sure if they have them all over, but you can. Uh-huh. They will help you out. Like what I did was I bought a couple of flyers over there about when Zo Two was playing live, and also about um, D Rock, and they're very gracious. They'll put anything up on their board, so that's another mm-hmm. another way to go. That's awesome. That's a great idea. So really, yeah, I used to yeah, do that with my um, music stuff all the time. They're really cool and hot topic and very supportive. Yeah, so that's, and, that's awesome. And very nice. I, I I never had a problem with them. They're very uh, very nice. So it's another another way to go. And and but you know me, I'm ready for any fan viewing. You know, I'm I'm ready to go. So. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, really I'm thinking. That it comes back. I'm thinking a viewing party sometime in July, maybe early August. Oh, cool! Which that sounds which like a great idea. Yeah, 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 big party. I really Get hope it works out. We could do like a little um, bring back Z Rock town hall meeting. <laughs> you know, where everyone like <laughs> comes. That would be cool. Ideas. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. You know, Colette, you're doing a great job. You know, you have a lot. lot, I have to say, a lot of the fans have so many good ideas. 
I've never worked really with a, a bunch of people who have so many great ideas. It's just amazing. It's yeah, no, the ideas are pretty phenomenal. Um, and I think that's I think that's my favorite thing about the campaign is just how much creativity is happening all at the same yeah. time. You know, it's it's really beautiful to watch and watch it unfold. Yes. Yeah. It definitely is. Well, let's bring back Z Rock season three. Let's go for it. Do it. Okay. Do it. <laughs> all right. All right, Thank guys. You. Sounds great. Take care. Thank well, you. Okay. Thanks so much for tuning in and for um <laughs> calling in. Thank Have you. a good night. Bye. All right. Bye. Bye. All right, cool. That's uh, great. This is a great turnout with callers. Um, nice. So I know I know one of the things, and, and you're doing an awesome job of promoting this. I mean, mm-hmm. I really, again, give you kudos for doing this because it's just, it's great. It's great that you're putting all this Thank energy you. in and so supportive. Um, and I know you mentioned that, you know, it's a lot of the O2 has to do with the New York um, music community and, I wanted to go over some of the, you know, ideas that you had forwarded to me. So why is this so important for the New York music community to bring back Z-Bock? Oh, absolutely. Well, one, ZO2 is a staple of the New York music community. And um, as someone, you know, I have been part of this scene for many, 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 many years. And, you know, there were so many times when I would see a band blow up and they would say that they were from New York, but you knew that the band didn't ever have to, like, really work their way up. Um, (laughs) I'm going to use the Strokes as an example. Love them. They're awesome. But, you know, they kind of of got to where they got rather quickly, Um, you know, because they were connected in a certain way. Right. And and that's great. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. There's, there, they are a great band. Love the Strokes. Um, but a band like ZO2, you know, that's a band that really worked their way up through the club scene, you know, hauled their own gear, got in a van, yep. put together their own events. Um, at a time, the New York club scene can be very famous for just kind of being like, you know, you'll see a club, they'll book like five bands that have nothing to do with each other. It's kind of like one right. gets in, one gets out. The fans of the one band leave the second their band is done. And it can be really challenging for a New York City band to get new fans because of that dynamic in the scene. Right. Um, also, I think New York bands go through certain challenges that other bands don't – well, first of all, every band goes through a ton of challenges. Right. But New York but you, bands – That's interesting. <laughs> yeah, comment on what you think would be some of the, I don't know, the differences or the challenges that a, a quote-unquote New York band goes through compared to other yeah. bands. Well, one, our rent is so much higher. Um, the cost uh-huh. of living is so much higher. Uh, you know, some people you got to work like three, four jobs to, you know, pay your rent while you're pursuing your band. Um, right. If people are so busy, there's so many things going on at any given time. I just think that there is an extra challenge for being a New York band. So I, to see a band like ZO2 really work their way up, to put their heart and soul in it, um, mm-hmm. you know, they would organize these events. Uh, the ZO2 Rock Asylum, which has now actually sold out, it recently sold out at the Blender Gramercy Theater. Okay. I was there the days when they were playing at Arlene's Grocery. So, like, you know, to, That's like, amazing. a 
small capacity room. So what they would do, they put together these events. They would get touring bands to come play in the middle, you know, because obviously mm-hmm. they're not going to have their crowd there because they're starting out. Um, they would have, like, belly dancers, a really <laughs> awesome hostess, MC. Uh, they would get sponsors, and they would create a real community. They would make sure, you know, the fans that came for the first band would stay for the second band, the third band. Right. Z02's fans would come early to check out all the bands that were opening. And I actually had the pleasure of playing on a rock asylum, and it was amazing. Oh, so, nice. you know, getting this show back on the air, it's not just a victory for Z02 and for the Z02 fans. Getting this show back on the air is a victory for New York City bands that work so hard to do what they do. Right. Um, right. And that's part of why I'm so passionate about this show. Oh, no. I mean, I can totally empathize and appreciate with everything you're saying because, again, I mean, I know you've, you know, we're going to bring you back on for a separate interview for yourself at some point to talk about the industry because awesome. I think you have so many great things to share with people. And yeah, I would love to. Yeah, and you just can be so informative. I mean, the one conversation we had off the air was just amazing. But I think, oh yeah, I love you know again. Yeah, there's so many people out there, Colette. Again, that you know, they're just very delusional and think you know, you cut an album, you ship it off to a label, you get signed, you're on the road, you're making millions, you're touring, and it's like people just a lot of people really don't have a clue with what you have to do, like you're saying, like the ZO2 guys do from the ground up managing everything on your own, booking every show, being their own, you know, basically, I mean, being their own label, would you say? I mean, in a way? Uh, Yeah, I mean, right. Well, um, they were signed. um, Okay. But even, you know, even when they were signed and they had companies behind them, they were still very hands-on and took very much a DIY approach to their career. Um, But, you know, they kept going. Like, I mean, I think that's another lesson, just watching a band like ZO2. Uh, you know, they went from having a TV show to not having a TV show. Right. Sure. And sure. that was a really big change. And yet they kept going. They kept making music. They got better and better and better. And, um, you know, just watching the Rock Asylum grow has been insane. Like, they had Dee Snyder came out on stage and um, wow. played with them. And, yeah, it's just, uh, you know, and, and they they sold that show out. It was pretty incredible to watch. But um, they've always been about being true to the music and really being true to the fans and communicating with their I, – I was just always such a – I was such a fan of the way they interacted with their fans. And I think a lot of yeah, bands, and that's that's um, definitely something. Right, I think that's something to value, and I think that's something that other bands should, you know, look at and and try to use to their advantage and learn from to again see the importance of that stuff. Um, yeah, Absolutely. I think that's so important. So, so yeah, so why don't we um, take another break, and then we'll come back and do more of the interview before we. Um, you know, finish things up tonight, and we're going to check out a song from the band ZO2, and um, the song is their hit single called That's What's Up. Um, Be sure to download it, everyone. Yeah, it's really good, really good. It's uh, it's currently on iTunes, um, and fans can also follow them on Twitter at ZO2, 
as well as on Facebook and their webpage, which is ZO2.com. And I also, before you, you came on the show, Claude, I was looking to see where they're playing. So fans mm-hmm. who want to go see them play, check them out Friday, July 8th at B.B. King's, King's okay. in New York City and July 29th at Jones Beach in New York. So let's, uh, yeah, let's check out their song, That's What's Up, and we will be back with Colette in a moment.
Okay, everyone, and that was the hit single by ZO2 called That's What's Up. Be sure to check it out on iTunes and download it, as well as check them out at ZO2.com. I'm going to bring Colette back on the air now. Again, we were on with Colette McCafferty from um, Let's Bring Back Z-Rock. She's presently, again, doing PR work for the show to help bring it back on the air. And you're back on the air, Colette. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's a, oh gosh, I have to say, I mean, I don't, I haven't, you know, I've been listening to more of their music, and I just have to comment. I mean, they're truly original. I mean, from the yes, guitar riffs to everything is just great about them, and you know, we need more of that today. You know, there's so many bands that, and I have to admit it, I love a lot of these bands that sound alike out there. I do. But, yeah. <laughs> you know, but it's when you find a band like this that really brings that mm-hmm. unique original sound. Um, to the table that I agree, you got to support these guys and get them out there. Absolutely. And you know what? Everybody loves them too. Like everyone that actually meets Zio2, um, they're always blown away by how nice and humble and um, cool down to earth they are. So, you know, they, they got the whole package. They got the music and they're just awesome people that are constantly giving back to the community and bringing people together. So, Let's not just bring back Z-Rock, but let's make ZO2 huge. I want to see them be like KISS status. (laughs) (laughs) And I think, you know what, I think, I definitely not only think they can be, I mean, they should be. You know what I mean? I mean, this, like you said, is a band that just proves all the things that you need to do to get to the top and do it on your own. And just, if you'd like to comment real quick on the, uh, as a psychological kind of uh, concept, you know, being humble and being grounded. And, I mean, how do you think, not only them, but other bands at that level, because they have done a lot, even if they're not kept out yet. I mean, they are huge. They had a TV show. How do you think they or anyone would kind of stay grounded and humble and not let it go to their head? Well, I think... um One, I think it's essential for any artist on any level, even a platinum-selling artist. I think that Mm -hmm. staying humble is absolutely necessary. Um, Yeah. You know, because no matter how far you get, there's always something that could potentially knock you down. You know, everything Mm -hmm. that you've worked so hard for can go away in an instant, um, which Mm -hmm. is actually a pretty hilarious ongoing theme of Z-Rock is that they're constantly getting to this level and something's about to happen Uh, and then it all just collapses from underneath them. And, you know, I've certainly gone through that in my own career as well. mm -hmm. Um, I I think it's really important to um, realize that as an artist, it really shouldn't be so much about how famous you can get. Right. You there? Hello? Colette? Oh, I'm sorry. You there? Hello? Are you there, Colette? Um, it might be some technical difficulties. Um, it looks like her phone might have dropped out. Okay. Let's, uh, we'll have her call back in. Um, in the meantime, again, Everyone who is currently listening, you are tuned into the Carrie Edelman Show, and we are interviewing Colette McCrafferty, and oh, here she is. She's back here now. Okay, we'll bring her back on. Hey, you there? Oh, nope, her phone must have dropped again. I'm sorry for the 
technical difficulties, guys, but um, again, just bear with us. Again, we were talking about uh, the TV show Z-Rock and what we can do to bring it back on the air. So please make sure that you join the fan page on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash bring back Z-Rock, okay? And you can uh, talk on the page and communicate with other fans about what you like so much about Z-Rock and why you want to bring it back on the air. Um, other people called in tonight that had great ideas, which included, you know, bringing some um, information, a hot topic about the band that you can post um, about the band and about the show. Uh, blogging about it is another great idea that people had. Um, so I'm not sure what's going on. I'm trying to wait for her to call back in. Um, <laughs> someone in the chat room says, hello, hello. So, uh, yeah, if anyone has any questions in the chat room right now, please feel free to send them to me. Um, they could be more generic questions related to the music industry and bands, as I also have a lot of experience in the entertainment industry. Um, I'm a solo artist. I do have an album out, and I promote everything on my own with the album. It's uh, under my name, Terry Edelman, and it can be found on iTunes, titled Leave It All Behind. Um I'm not sure what's going on, guys. I don't see her calling back in yet. Let's uh, let's take another break. And <laughs> thanks, I'm doing a recap. Um, why don't we take a break real quick? Up, oh, hold on a second. Hey, I'm so sorry about that. Hey, no, it was good. It's good training for me, Colette. It, it means That's I have to go off the cuff and do my thing. <laughs> the beauty okay. of internet radio. There you go. You're back on. <laughs> okay. Okay. So we were talking about uh, musicians staying grounded yeah. and humble because at any moment, you know, everything that they have earned or worked so hard for could be taken away. Absolutely. And, um, you know, one thing that I see a lot um, in the music industry, and, and I do see it a lot in New York, I think specifically more than other places, is that okay. sometimes you get artists that are just they're so focused on making it um, uh-huh. that sometimes the focus from just making art and making music gets taken away and you're almost robbing yourself of the experience. And, you know, and I even say this from experience, I've had times in my career, you know, more in the early stages where I was just so caught up in what this record label had to say about me, that record label, that... Right there were times where I forgot to just connect to the music. And that's why we do it in the first place. Um, right. And I also think that it's important to realize that um, there are just, there's so much talent out there. I know. That we should all support each other. And there really is room. There's room for everybody to be successful. Um, mm-hmm. But I think the importance is to, Really focus on the art first, and audience will come. All that other stuff will come. And not everybody has to be a platinum-selling artist. You know, there there are so many different ways you can make it in the music industry. There are so many different ways you can have a fun, creative life and get to share your art. Um, There are people making a living off of the Internet. Uh, you know, you just have to be creative about it. I agree. And also, I mean, Colette, yeah, if, I can just, if I can comment too, I mean, yeah. I think, I agree. I think, 
myself personally. I mean, when I, you know, I was in and out of bands for a long time, difficulty mm-hmm. finding the right people to work with, et cetera, et cetera. Drama, personality disorders, you name it, you know. Um, <laughs> and then, you know, and then I... Right. <laughs> we could we could do a show on that, yeah. how to manage around the yeah. personality disorders. Um, but, you know, I think the same thing with me is, you know, of course, I didn't necessarily think, oh, I'm going to become a huge celebrity. But, you know, mm-hmm. I was very, and I still am very positive with the album I have or anything else I put out there. But I think over time, by managing everything on my own, I really was able to yeah. appreciate how difficult and how challenging it is. And I think, like you said, creatively, for me personally, it was when I launched the radio show. It was when I started doing freelance writing about entertainment and psychology Mm -hmm. that I felt I was connecting more with people. And then I could say, oh, by the way, I'm also a musician. And people would be like, oh, Mm -hmm. cool, I want to hear your stuff. Rather than just being, okay, I'm just a musician. I think think people really need to look at different roads to take and different creative avenues because – it's just too different out there today. And if you're just going out there to sell yourself as an artist, again, yeah. there are those few people that, you know, are going to be those superstars, but mm-hmm. that's more the rarity than the norm. Um, and and also know. I think what a lot of people don't realize is that being a superstar is not all fun and games. And you I might know. find out at the end of the day that it's really not for you, <laughs> you know? Right. Um, mm-hmm. Like, a lot of people don't think about the fact, you know, that um, if you're at that level, the tabloids are examining your relationships. Exactly. And it's funny, I had to do a lot of soul searching. So when I first came to this city, I was all about getting the record deal, you know, getting Mm -hmm. the platinum album. And um, there were times in my career where I had small tastes of what it was like to achieve a little bit of fame. And I got to say, there were times where I just didn't like it, you know? Right. Um, Like, one day I was at a gym, like, getting changed, and, like, someone came up to me. They had seen me on TV, you know? And her, you know, it was so funny. Like, her panties were around her knees. Like, it was just the most awkward moment. And, um, (laughs) And, you know, there are elements of that world that I know I want no part of. You know, I never want page six talking about my relationship right. with someone. So, uh, you know, a lot of people have to realize that um, getting it to that level is there There are parts of the job that are not so awesome. And I think people could really, artists could really behoove themselves to be open to the fact that there's so many different levels of success that you can have. Right. Mm-hmm. And have a happy, fun, and creative life. I see so many artists, they're so, they chase the dream. They're just chasing, 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 chasing. And it's like they're almost robbing themselves of the experience of just really enjoying the music and the creativity and seeing where it goes. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think, yeah, I think you, you nailed it right there. Just saying, right, if, if you lose yourself in wanting to become this huge superstar and celebrity, yeah, you do mm-hmm. You do miss out on a lot of stuff in the creative process and the experiences. Yeah. And, you know, Colette, I have to say this, and maybe, I don't know, on some level I think we're masochists. <laughs> okay. You don't, choose, you don't choose going into, you know, the entertainment aspects of the industry and, and prison if you're not somewhat of a masochist. I joke around sometimes. Sure. Uh, because I, I don't think I could have chosen two of the more the most challenging and difficult careers. 
But um, and now I'm kind of losing track with where I'm going with that. Shoot. That's all right. <laughs> oh no. I'm, I'm sorry. Shoot. What was I going to say with that? Oh. Um. Sadomasochism. Oh, I was talking about. Oh, okay. Right. Being being a masochist, and in the sense that even though I've had so many terrible experiences, and we can do yeah. it on just people calling in about their terrible music experiences and entertainment experiences, I've been able to reframe each one of those in a different way to learn something from it. So no matter how bad it was, I was able to look at it and say, you know what, okay, I learned this from that. I won't do that again. Or, you know what, I took this away, and that actually, I don't know, for some reason benefited me. You know what I'm saying? I absolutely know what you're saying. And I kind of think, you know, if we really want to get deep and philosophical, that really is the meaning of life, to kind of look at any situation Right. See what you can learn from it, see how you can evolve, and see how you can become a better person. So I'm with you on that one. Yeah, and I definitely think in many ways, not that, I mean, I've always, and I can see that in you, I've always been a humble, grounded person. I'm not someone who goes, you know, out there and says, look at me and what can you do for me? And it was, this is really interesting, and maybe I'll debut it tonight, because I was, I was really thinking of a slogan last night for my show, and not that this is going to be it, but I really feel that it captures what my show is about. And it was uh-huh. basically the Carrie Edelman show is it's not where it's about what you can do for me, but how we can help each other out. And exactly. that's what I think the show is about. It's about helping each other out. It's not about one person just kind of benefiting from it. Um, Absolutely. So, yeah. So let's, uh, I think we, you know, we digressed a little, but I, don't think it's the topic. Um, So why don't we, you know, tie things up with, you know, you recapping or, you know, giving some information, anything additional you want to talk about with ZO2 and Z-Rock? Yeah, absolutely. Um, So once again, I just, well, thank you so much for having me on the show and um, allowing me to talk about this. I was a little nervous because it was the first time I've ever gone on the radio to talk about something that wasn't my own music. Um, okay. So I was just, like, praying that, like, I wasn't going to screw it up, and I, I think I didn't screw oh, it up. Oh, you did a great job. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Listen back to it. You you were very um, well presented. You spoke well. I mean, no, you did an awesome job. Thank you so much. Um well, just to recap for all of those of you who are listening and for those of you who listen in the archives, uh, once again, we are here to bring back the show Z-Rock, and we are doing this not just for ZO2 and for the fans, but for the New York music community, for any band that has ever funded their own tours from working for bartending jobs or just mm-hmm. having to really do the DIY route. This is for all of those bands. Um, you could come join us at the Facebook page. It's uh, facebook.com forward slash bring back Z-Rock. And um, just to recap, some of the things that you can do, you could reach out to Netflix at their customer service number and ask them to please carry Z-Rock seasons one and two on Netflix streaming, which would be just a huge victory uh, you guys can order Z-Rock on DVD at Amazon. We want you guys to go out there and have Z-Rock viewing parties. So if you love Z-Rock as much as I do and other people in the group do, host your own party, bring people that have never seen the show. If you know people who are fans of any of the guest stars, you know, like Dave Navarro or John Popper or Baba mm-hmm. Bowie, 
Get them involved, especially in shout-out to the Howard Stern superfans, because I love Joe Muskie. He gave a big shout-out to the Bring Back C-Rock page. Oh, by the way, Polly Z from Zero Two sang one of the Baba Booey, uh, one of the Howard Stern parody songs. Oh, did he? It was the Led Zeppelin one. Yeah, the Babe, I'm going to leave you one. Um, But we also, just to recap, we also want, to bring back Z-Rock fans to get creative. So if you want to write a blog post on why you love the show so much, um, make us a video, cover the Z-Rock theme song, uh, you know, write us a poem. We want to share it. And um, also, we, we also want to feature up-and-coming bands. If you have a quote about Z-Rock that you want to share or just share with us why you love it so much, and also give us your information to cover your band. And I'd love to extend that to you also, Carrie, if you want to give us a quote, Thank we you. could feature your music on the site. Cool. Um, Absolutely. Please do that because it's not just about bringing the show back, but, you know, creating a victory for all the hardworking independent bands and artists out there. Well said. Absolutely, Colette. Thank you. Um, yeah, Thank you did amazing. You. And. We should do, I'd say this to all the guests, you know, we should definitely do a, you know, a recap at some point where you can, hopefully the next time you come on, Z-Rock will be back on the air. And then we'll be Oh, absolutely. That would be cool. That would be yeah, way so, cool. Yeah, definitely keep in touch. We can do a recap at some point about where you are in the process of uh, getting the show relaunched and also do an interview just with uh, with you about everything in your life and all the amazing uh, accomplishments that you've done. I would love to. All right. So thank you so much, Colette, for coming on tonight. You did a phenomenal job. Um, And also I just highly recommend um, keep reposting the um, podcast, which will be available in five minutes after the show ends, because the podcast is good. The archives, my um, shows have been just doing really well with people, you know, being able to tune in whenever they want and listen to it. That's awesome. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah, we, we will be posting that. Absolutely. So thanks so much, and I will definitely be talking with you soon. Thank you. Okay. Have have a great night. night. Okay. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Okay, everyone. Again, that was Colette McCafferty for Let's Bring Back Z-Rock. She's currently doing PR work. Again, please join the website on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash let's bring, I'm sorry, forward slash Bring Back Z-Rock. Again, it's been a long night. We did a great interview, though, almost an hour and a half. Um, So I just want to go over a little bit. If anyone wants to become a guest on the Carrie Edelman Show, please make sure you become a fan on Facebook. Just type in the Carrie Edelman Show, and there's a bunch of information there about how you can contact me. I want to also talk a little bit about next, um, actually, this upcoming Saturday, June 25th, If you are around, or even if you're not, you can check the podcast out after the interview. I will be interviewing jazz musician Monica Chapman from Canada, who's going to be calling in, and she is just phenomenal. I mean, her voice is absolutely beautiful. So a little bit about Monica is that um, she's this amazing jazz musician. She was born in Romania and came to Canada at the age of nine with her family. She has intensely studied piano. She was also, um, she completed her bachelor's degree from York University as well as attained her degree in piano performance and voice at the Royal Conservatory of Music in Toronto. And early musical experiences uh, led her to a role with the Toronto Opera Theatre Company in production of The Widow in 2004. Um, 
And let's see what else I can tell you about uh, Monica. Monica has also been a jazz performer over the past five years, and she's performed at various venues throughout Toronto and beyond. Um, She's been backed by some amazing musicians that she wants to thank immensely, including, but not limited to, Norm Amadio, um, Jordan Clapman, and uh, Glenn Anderson, to name a few, but there's tons of people on her page that she has spoke highly about. And finally, her debut album titled Heart's Desire is now available on all major digital distribution sites, including CD Baby, iTunes, Amazon Music, and more. And check out her hit single, which is right now number one on the Reverb Nation charts, um, titled Autumn Leaves. And for more information, you can visit her at ReverbNation.com forward slash Monica Chapman. Thanks again, everyone, for tuning in tonight. We are going to um, close the show with my title track, Leave It All Behind, off of my debut album, Leave It All Behind, which is available on iTunes. And again, we will be back this Saturday, 2 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time, with Monica Chapman from Canada. Have a great night, and thanks for the support.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.